Hi, I'm Cody. And I'm Becca. And you're listening to the Burns Journal Podcast. May 2023. The Lord is building the reason for confidence when the way before us is unclear. Unless the Lord builds a house, the work of the builders is wasted. Unless the Lord protects a city, guarding it with sentries will do no good. It is useless for you to work so hard from early morning until late at night, anxiously working for food to eat, for God gives rest to his loved ones. Psalm 127, 1-2 April 25th, 2023 It's day five up at Guthrie Lake, Michigan. My mom and dad come up this early every year to open the cabin for rentals after the long winter. I'm glad we decided to come along this year. It's been sweet, peaceful, also exhausting. Funny that those things can coexist. That you can be so physically drained and yet find that some of your inner wrestling has settled. I think living a different rhythm for a minute has given some needed space to sit with the changes, to ask questions, to gain clarity, and to acknowledge what remains unresolved. My whole family is sick. I'm now using an inhaler multiple times a day. We've had many, many tantrums, Failures, tears, walks in the woods, and grace. Cold weather and aching throats. Fussy baby, another ear infection, rocking by the fire at 2 a.m. and discovering beaver-chewed trees. Another round of searching for houses in the woods on the water. Nothing's turning up that we can afford. Cody seems like if we found something, he'd want to go for it. To set us up with housing for furloughs, with land we can start paying off and renting out while we're overseas, maybe even blessing other families with it as we're able to. I too have a growing desire to own a place that confuses me sometimes. But I have a lot of hesitation about the amount of stress it could add to our lives this year as we prepare in so many other ways to return to life and ministry overseas. Especially just coming out of my weakest, shakiest years ever, it's hard to judge where I am strong enough to face risk and challenge again, and where I will buckle if I push too soon. Here's what I keep coming back to. Unless the Lord builds the house, the work of the builders is wasted. It is useless for you to work so hard from early morning until late at night, anxiously working. Psalm 127, 1 through 2. God says that the anxious work that robs me of rest is useless, wasted. What the Lord builds, that's what stands. How much restlessness have I endured, so concerned about whether dearly held hopes for my life will come together? instead of standing in confidence that the Lord is building and that what he is building will stand. The Lord will work out his plans for my life. For your faithful love, O Lord, endures forever. Psalm 138, 8. The Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. Psalm 37, 23. God is a good communicator. He is the source of peace. He is able to lead and guide me every step of the way. He's building the details of my small life, and with it, 
He is also building something so much bigger. I have every reason for confidence. For you are my hiding place. You protect me from trouble. You surround me with songs of deliverance. The Lord says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. Psalm 32, 7 through 8. Lord, my whole heart is before you, not just with thoughts of a settling place for my family when we face transition again, but with all our hopes, all that we've worked toward, and all our worries and burdens. I want to rest content, holding all that I do not yet grasp and surrender. I want to walk bravely, thoughtfully, patiently, and humbly. I want to work with all my might and rest when it's warranted, even when the need for rest comes unexpectedly. Lord, quiet my anxious heart. Give us lamplight for the next step. Give us unity and peace if you are granting us a desire that takes risk. Help us to wait on you. Encourage our hearts for the calling of parenting our kids and shepherding them toward you. Fix my gaze on you alone. My work is in vain unless you carry it out. So I will not labor anxiously, striving to bring about things that I cannot, not in my life, not with my kids, not even in my own heart. I must hold in view who does the work. I will hold out for what you are giving and labor heartily according to the route you are carrying us along, even when it confuses me. Give us understanding, Lord, that we may use our small strength well, given to the one who can multiply it. So we are always confident, even though we know that as long as we live in these bodies, we are not at home with the Lord, for we live by believing and not by seeing. Yes, we are fully confident. 2 Corinthians 5, 6-8 through Exciting news, Becca's newest book, One Thing is Needed, releases on June 12th. This month, I was able to complete the final edits for my third book, and we are so thrilled that it is finally releasing in just over a month. Amazon will offer Kindle, paperback, and hardcover versions, and it's available for pre-order on Kindle now. Um, If you're interested in finding that, you can always go to Amazon.com and search for Becca Burns, One Thing is Needed. Also, you can check in the email, and I've got links there. Um, If you love my writing and are interested in helping getting this book into the hands of people it might help and encourage, you can also join my launch team on Facebook.com. You can type One Thing is Needed book launch and search for groups. You'll find that group pretty easily. And um, I'll be posting some sneak peeks at the creative process and beautiful previews of the book's content that you can share with others to help promote the book as we count down to the release. Um, There's also a link to join that launch team in the email if that interests you. And thank you ahead of time for all your help with that. We are so eager to see how God uses this team and this tool to speak to the hearts of people who so desperately need a pause. May he teach us, especially in our most challenging moments, to linger and behold him and to draw from him alone the strength and courage to keep going. Thank you so much for keeping up with our family. At the homes here, I finished 
painting up the flatbed trailer that I've been working on. So that's exciting progress there. Um, I've been repairing the forklift and the John Deere Gator that our team uses to maintain the campus and grounds and lots of little projects in between those two. Um, we've really been enjoying the opportunity to serve here and the chance to rub shoulders every day with so many mature believers. They have such a wealth of experience following Jesus and giving themselves to the work of making him known. So it's just been such a gift to live alongside them, to be able to be a help to them and to learn from them. Pray for us as we keep working with and teaching our boys. Pray that the Holy Spirit would show us what to prioritize and how to address what's going on at the heart level. We need reminding that what our kids need most is for us to love the Lord with all our hearts, to tend to our own relationship with him, and then to patiently and consistently care for them and train them out of that overflow. I think for me especially, you can pray for confidence that the Lord has equipped me and his spirit is guiding me in these interactions with my boys and for for patience as I wait for that training and that teaching to take hold and for to see progress in that. I think we've had some really sweet times this month and we've also had some really challenging moments, especially working with Abishai just as he's got such an intense, fiery little personality. We love who he is and who God created him to be, but man, do I feel out of my depth sometimes for how to help him through something that's made him upset. Sometimes we just do battle. (laughs) Yeah, so, you know, just as you think of us and our boys, pray for the Lord to help us be godly parents to them. That is an ongoing prayer request that I think we will probably ask every newsletter our whole lives long, as long as they are living in our house. So, But especially in these little years, man, we need your prayers. Benaya had a really encouraging brain MRI this last month. Yes. Thank you. Thank you with all our hearts for praying for him. That was so encouraging for us as he came off the medicine, especially. No medicine for an entire month. And then we had our April MRI. And you can go ahead. The swelling has stabilized even with no medicine on board and no surgery. And both the surgeon and the neurologist consider his hydrocephalus arrested at this point meaning that his brain has balanced out the pressures on its own and they don't see any evidence of his condition progressing. We uh, included in the email a picture. It's worth taking a look at. It's a comparison of his first MRI and the one he had this month. One unexpected change is that his arachnoid cysts are just about gone now and there's beautiful, healthy brain developing forward into that space. Those are things they thought he would have his whole life long and didn't know if they would cause problems for him or not these fluid-filled pouches in the front of his brain that were just as big as his eyeballs, actually. So pretty large cysts um, and troublesome to me anyway to to look at and know about and wonder how they would affect him. And man, how cool that those have just gone down. What a mighty God we serve. Nothing is too hard for him. Here's what was a little unexpected for us both. Both specialist asked us to bring him back in six months for another MRI and checkup. They agreed that he's doing very well and we thought that meant he would be able to drop down to yearly checkups like they had talked about before, but the size of his brain ventricles still has his doctors just enough on edge that they'd like to keep an eye on things for a little bit longer. So um, they asked us to come back again in October. Yeah, that was that was surprising. It was a little hard to work through. I am so, I'm so thankful that we have these good 
judicious doctors that are looking out for Benaya and they want to be careful and make sure they don't miss anything. And um, they just express his, his ventricles are very large and they don't want to miss an opportunity to intervene if he ends up needing it. They just want to closely monitor him at this point. But they do think he is going to be able to continue without surgery, without medicine. He's just not quite out of the woods yet. So keep praying with us. We know you've been faithfully praying and thank you for that. And this is, again, a huge answer to the prayer. Um, along with that kind of surprise in their recommendation, I've been working with a biblical counselor, and she also recommended another six months to process through the health issues, losses, and stresses from this last year and a half. Um, so we'll talk a little bit more about what that means for our plans, but one more health tidbit while we're on the topic um, my lungs have been having a hard time for several months now. I know those of you who have listened have probably heard it in my voice that I'm struggling a little bit. I went downhill enough this month that I've been needing an inhaler several times a day. Um, it may be related to my heart medication. So my cardiologist reduced the dose to see if I started to improve. And we would just love your prayers that I could recover all the way and find the right balance to keep my arrhythmia in check and also breathe. So we kind of have some new plans. Um, we had you guys praying that God would work out a flight instructor in Papua New Guinea for me. And nothing has quite come together so far. But we met with our aviation leadership. And as we discussed Benaya and what the doctors wanted for him, the staffing in PNG and even our own family's recovery with some of the stresses and moves coming up, we landed on a new plan that we feel a lot of peace about. Um, so first, we'll stay on and help out here at the Homes of Ethnos 360 until late January. And then starting in late January, we can move to our base in Arizona, where I can start prep work for flying the Kodiak with Brent Howarchak, who's a flight instructor that I love training with in PNG for the little bit that we got to do there. And he's going to be on home assignment here in the States this next year. And then we can aim for returning to PNG about the same time as the Habershack family in probably July of 2024. And from there, Brent can get me going through my PNG license and airstrip checkouts there. And they can do a lot of prep work in Arizona to make that go more smoothly, mm -hmm. maybe even do some of those checks in Arizona and they would count for PNG because Brent works in PNG. So there's some neat ways that this new plan kind of meets the needs and can make good use of the time, but doesn't push us too fast. Um, it delays us here a little longer, but we think it will be time well spent and we'll be a lot better set up for Cody's training to go smoothly when we arrive. So thank you so much for praying for us through this decision process. What a gift it has been to have your support and encouragement as we pivot with all the shifts and unexpected changes and situations. You can also be praying for us as we consider shifting some of our savings toward purchasing a home here in Central Florida area. As we've thought about and prayed through how we'd like to use this extra time in the States before we return to Papua New Guinea, squaring away a more stable home situation for our trips back to the USA emerged as kind of a high priority for both of our hearts. All right, camper update. Yeah, Where so, are we at on the camper? <laughs> well, it's coming along piece by piece. Um, it's 
been a lot of work and sometimes it's been hard to find time or good weather to work out in. But we were able to finish the floor and build the frame for one of the new walls just recently. So I have plans to frame out the second wall soon and then I'll be adding plywood to the frames for the inside walls, attaching those to the floor and frame. And then from there, I'll do all the wiring and plumbing and insulation, put the new windows in, the door, and the exterior sheet metal. All that stuff will go on. And so. then we'll have a box. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a box to fill with beautiful things. <laughs> yeah. So that's exciting. It's coming along. And um, there's been some fun moments and then some moments where it's a little less fun and more stressful to kind of get everything figured out but we've been enjoying it and it's cody's therapy yeah i like getting to tinker when i'm stressed <laughs> about things so yeah um you can pray for our family um this is just a quick sum up of those yeah. prayer requests we've already mentioned so becca's book release is coming up so be praying for that pray that becca's lungs will recover and that she'll be able to breathe and sleep through the night and Maybe get off the inhaler. Uh, Pray that Benaya's brain will keep improving. And then pray for us as we teach and train our boys. And as we consider the housing decision, just that we would have wisdom in that. And that we would love the Lord with all our hearts. Thanks so much for keeping up with us, supporting us, and praying for us. Thanks for listening to the Burns Journal podcast. We'll see you next month.